Hey, good buddies, what's up? And welcome into the Good Buddies Anime Show. I am your good buddy, Roger. And I am your good buddy, Brandon. And this week, we're going to do something a little different. We're trying something a little new. Go mix it up. Um, I have some time off. I have a little more time to edit. So I thought we would try uh, a somewhat new format to the show. Ooh. Um, something a, a little more personal from, from both of us, you know. And, and we might do a couple of these. We might not. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, and, man. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about our own individual animes that are the most nostalgic for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what is nostalgia? Um, let, let, let's have Roger read the definition let me, off let of me Google. Let me read you the Google definition of nostalgia. <laughs> it's a sentimental longing or wistful action for the past, typically a period or place with happy personal associations. Yeah. Now, the thing about nostalgia is it doesn't necessarily have to be uh, happy personal associations sure. really it's just personal association yeah. something that that you can relate to but but generally you know and i think most of what we're going for is the the, the happier times sure. um, but you know mine does have you know very personal things some things that, that weren't so happy but uh but i'm i'm pretty excited to talk about it brandon do you want to say anything about it not really man let's just right, hit it. let's, let's hit get it. on in all right so the anime that i chose that is most nostalgic for me just hold on to your butts, guys. Um, it used to be, you know, I said that it was my favorite anime all time. Mm-hmm. Since we started doing the show, I don't know that it's in the same in the same category as my favorite. Uh, we might talk more about that in the ramble. But the mm-hmm. anime that I chose was GTO or Great Teacher Onizuka. My God. Um, the the first time that I saw GTO. Uh, was on Shonex, which was uh, part of a late time, uh, late night Showtime cable TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, and roughly, I did some research because I couldn't remember if it was on HBO or, mm-hmm. or where it was exactly. That I saw what channel, um, but from what I can tell, the time that it aired on US TV was uh, early 2004. Uh, on on a channel called Shonex, which was uh, a part of Showtime. Yeah, man. Um, and I was about at that time, I was about 16 years old. Mm-hmm. I was I was but but a lad, <laughs> but a, but a lad yeah. coming into his own. I was scared to admit that I am double that age now. God, uh, but you know that's <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of you know where nostalgia falls in. You know, yeah. Most most people that I know that that have a strong sense of nostalgia is stuff from you know ages like 10 to 18 or so, somewhere mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. Uh, you know, most of my friends are around my age, so. Sure. Uh, now, GTO itself, it's a, it's about a, it's a, it's a school-based shonen about a 22-year-old ex-gang member named Ikichi Onizuka becoming a teacher. Uh, initially, notably, he is a virgin. He figures out that if he teaches high school, he could end up marrying a student. Wow. Hopefully, after graduating. Wow. To have a young and attractive wife. Uh, things don't pan out that way for him, and he ends up with a new set of morals, realizing that sexy relationships with your students are, in fact, wrong. But single moms and faculty, not so much. I'm glad he learned his lesson. <laughs> glad he learned his lesson. It was a different time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and the students' feelings are often overlooked. Uh, they're judged by the school system far too harshly if they don't fit the norm, like uh, like he did not when he mm. was a student. And uh, students can totally be given up on without a second thought. Uh, after he expresses his feelings about that uh, about that matter in a scene, 
that sees Onizuka take the vice principal to Suplex City uh, in a failed interview for the private school Holy Forest Academy. Uh, the superintendent of the school sympathizes with his passion and offers him a job to take over a troublesome class, which in the show has uh, the higher end of middle school students. Um, but on average, the students range uh, ages roughly grade 9 through 10 here in America. So on average, they're about 15. Um, the class is known and feared for their distrust in teachers, and uh, it leads to pranks that and outright acts of terrorism that drive teachers outright insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, through the, the kind-hearted nature and often eccentric and rough lessons taught by Onizuka, he breaks down the walls and insecurities of the students in the class to become not only the greatest teacher, but a friend and ally to the students. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. And, uh, Brandon, if you have anything, I know you have seen the show, so if you want to interject at all, yeah, I think you, you can. If, if I recall correctly, I think you let me borrow it, or maybe mm -hmm. I saw it somewhere else. I think you let I me let borrow, you borrow it. it. And it was one that, like, I remember you telling me about mm -hmm. and how much you loved it. And I was like, yeah, I'll check it out. And I remember watching this show. And I'll tell you, it is hilarious. <laughs> it is hilarious. It's also, I mean, it's definitely one of those, as you said, it was a different time yeah. kind of things. Well, it uh, is hilarious. Yeah, and and if you can't tell by the way that this is going, and it, maybe it'll sound different in the YouTube version than it will in the podcast, I did script out this, and I probably will do scripting for these episodes so I don't miss anything. Yeah, man. Because often in the show, I roll things off the dome, nonstop, since day one. Sometimes he don't make a lick of sense. Yeah, sometimes it does not make any sense, so I have, have it out here to where I feel like it did make sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Your to, boy's going off the dome. To, yeah, to... <laughs> <laughs> to go into your point about mm -hmm. um, it being from a different time, I do address that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I'll talk about it here and why GTO is so nostalgic. For okay. Um, when I first saw GTO, it came at a time in my life, and I'm sure others, that was instrumental in figuring out who I was and what it was that I really was passionate about. As a student, I definitely did not fit the norm of what most kids at my school were like. I went to a very small country school. Mm-hmm largely white people i myself am white yeah but you know i learned firsthand in a school like that you know what it's what it is like to be a little different you know how you are treated by you know people that come together and and start their own cliques and factions sure. whatever uh, i know what it's like to be different in a situation like that i'm not saying that i'm a black person in a predominantly white school or anything like that but i do get it um i often felt insecure there and unaccepted by others i like many other students was bullied for a lot of things not only by my peers but by members of the faculty as well uh for like being a nerd being overweight being poor people mm -hmm. would make fun of you for pretty much anything uh things that really had a negative impact on myself and even translated into my own personality for years to come in which i often treated others poorly sure. uh, that's not okay and I recognize it, and I will never stop working on it. GTO was uh, one of the major things that I would attribute to leading me towards becoming a better person. The wide range of feelings and situations in the show that the students feel were very relatable to me personally. Uh, watching the students open up to someone they felt like they could trust, uh, you know, like a role model of sorts, uh, after some hard learned lessons, and they would become better for themselves and live happier, more open lives. It made a world of difference to me. 
uh, a difference that I would say that I carry to this day. Sure. The uh, the titular great teacher Onizuka Ikichi Onizuka was uh, also greatly moving in a way that uh, showed a positive effect that a good role model can play. Um, it led me to working on myself in a way that I also wanted to be a role model. And before I go any further than that, I would be remiss to point out that the show does have plenty in it that does not hold up to today's standards mm. and has a lot of problematic material in it. Yeah, dude. This show, uh, <laughs> this show involves an adult teacher in highly suggestive, somewhat violent, and inappropriate situations with his students. Yeah. Uh, stuff that certainly would have uh, have one almost immediately incarcerated. Uh, now, to those points, they're often used to put Onizuka in hot water, uh, be it with the school or the police, uh, to build quite a bit of drama in the show. But being the main protagonist of the show, he pretty much escapes all of it one way or another. Yeah. Uh, now, in this, that same character is also the guy that actively works and is working to open these students up to trusting and feeling comfortable again, putting his own life in danger to save the students that are literally jumping over the ledge. Mm -hmm. uh, and he goes head on with adults that are actively using their influence to take advantage of these students. Uh, that's what has always stuck out to me and been meaning to uh, been meaningful to me about the character. It's hard not to look back on the show and remember these things and enjoy the memory of seeing them for the first time. Uh, I find each time I watch the show or an arc from it that it really puts me back into the first time I uh, I saw it and how moving and enjoyable it was to me, uh, and in a way that it was meaningful to me. The show is also just funny. Yeah, yeah, it's it's freaking hilarious. And the faces and expressions that Onizuka makes are hilarious to this day. I actually own one of them as a cell. You do indeed. Uh, <laughs> uh, I will never not laugh at them. And the final thing that I would like, I want to touch on with this show and why it's so nostalgic for me is uh, the opening theme song for the U.S. TV run that will forever be stuck in my head. The song is called Schools in Session by 4 Out of 5. No idea where you can find that band or any info about them. However, you can find Schools in Session on Spotify. Um, I did try to find some information to put about them here, mm. uh, but I felt. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a pretty goofy pop punk number, and there's uh, not much that is more nostalgic to me uh, at all than punk rock and pop punk music. Uh, I heard the opening for this uh, not longer than after one of my all-time favorite albums came out, which would be the self-titled album by Blink-182. Uh, that album... You, well, you, you not a fan of that album? That's fine. <laughs> I, I love that album, dude. Um, this It aired in America uh, a few months after that album came out. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember when that album hit, dude, I freaking loved it. Uh, the the Adam the album, in fact, catapulted me into my next decade uh, of a style of music that undeniably helped define who I was, and brought to me artists such as the Misfits Very and cool. Ranted Very cool. and Descendants and Against Me and Andrew Jackson Jihad. Um, bands that I will always love, a genre of music that I always will love, even though my tastes have changed. And, you know, most of the time now, I just kind of listen to my anime playlist this guy. Um, or, or some Coheed and Cambria. But uh, I do turn that stuff back on. I will always love it. Um, school's in session. As corny as it uh, is, it's still now. Maybe, maybe you'll hear a part of it in this. Um, it was an absolute anthem. Uh, for for an anime song to me or whatever it was one a lot of people remember like the one piece rap and stuff like that god i remember schools in session um and it came in at the perfect time right after that self-titled album from blink 22 um and that's kind of all together why a series uh the series is so nostalgic to me that's why gto is you know i think my most nostalgic series i can always go back to it I can always watch it again. I can always be put back into, you know, the memories of of watching that. It, it was also one of the first uh this is Roger going off the dome now. It's a lot. Here we go. Script. Here we go. Um it's one of the first memories that I can I have of watching even though it came out after, you know, Cowboy Bebop and some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It was maybe the first more adult anime that I really really loved. It was one of the, the more obscure ones that people hadn't seen at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, I was able to go and my my few friends that did watch it were like, "Oh my god, you got to check this out! This is something entirely different. This is not something on Cartoon Network. This is you know, it's what brought me further and deeper into anime, and I will always appreciate the show for that. Even though it may not, I may not classify it as my favorite anime anymore. Um, it's definitely nostalgic. I love it. Very cool. Um, I have I have some notable mentions here. Go for it. Um, I would like to to point out the Tokyo Pop shows, which GTO was part of. Uh, other shows from that were Initial D and Brigadoon. Those are also pretty nostalgic. Uh, Real Bout High School was another one. Very good. Uh, the Adult Swim and Toonami anime. Of course. The Tenchi Muyo series. Mm-hmm. Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. Outlaw Star. Mm-hmm. You know what? Star Wars didn't get me into space. Cowboy Bebop and Outlaw Star did. Mm-hmm. I love the whole genre because of those. Um, and then, of course, there were some non-cable shows, Digimon, Ultimate Muscle. Sure. Uh, stuff that was on what uh, the channel we had, Fox 44, the Fox Box, mm-hmm. maybe even Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, this is stuff I, I have a great bit of nostalgia for, but none of it quite hits like GTO did. I'm kind of shocked I didn't hear a Ramona Kenshin or uh, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho in there. Well, you know, dude, I thought about it and i actually have uh, at least a couple more listed but one of them i'm obviously not mentioning uh for the sole reason that it's your nostalgic pick oh ho uh <laughs> but you know there i did think about other potential episodes that we might do like this sure sure. so i didn't want to you know throw all the titles out there not to say that i won't yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, any yeah, of these yeah, in yeah. the future but uh, can't, I don't you can't them. you can't give them everything at once, baby. Yeah. Also, I figured that reading this and me struggling my way, I'm already kind of a poor reader, if you can't tell. <laughs> uh, just chopping my way through it might take a while. So you know, keep it short, keep it simple, stupid. Very cool. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. This guy. <laughs> uh, but that's my most nostalgic anime, dude. I love um, it, man. Uh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. That I, was I really- pre- 
really good. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate you tolerating me or whatever as I as I try and stumble through this and figure baby, it out. Baby, baby, we've talked about this before. How one of my favorite things is watching someone geek out about a thing. I was having a good old time just yeah, listening man, to you ramble about it. Now, just imagine if I did all that off the dome. Oh, it would be in just it, totally incomprehensible. <laughs> There'd be so many ums and errs and well, actually, yeah. this thing. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and also, I know I did have some ums and stuff in there, and I, I'll probably cut and chop up the audio a little bit so it, oh, it, it flows a little bit. It's never have, good enough. Roger. I have I have more time to edit, so we'll we'll see what I can't put together, but. Um, and also, I probably will script stuff more often that, that goes into a more personal level like this. Uh, Brandon, you did not script yours, and that's totally okay, because you're much better at rolling off the dome than I am. So let's hear what you got to talk about, dude. What is your most nostalgic anime? Don't you go hyping me up too much, because I'm absolutely going to just destroy whatever I try to talk about here. <laughs> but so that, I I really did enjoy that, man. That was really good. Very well said. Very Thanks. well written. Thanks, man. And, I appreciate it. Uh, so for me... I let me start by saying I ha I really struggled with this one when okay. when I knew like it was gonna be like our most nostalgic animes that was kind of tough for me because for me my first thought is like something that reminds me of you know a simpler time or a nicer time sure. a funner time something you know the, the wistful days of yore as it were yeah. etc et and I mean definitely in mind dude I I yeah harken back to an age totally you know? for me like a lot of the stuff that really jumps out to me as back then stuff i enjoyed it i'm remembering the shows and i'm enjoying the shows my life at the time not to get too real wasn't so great my parents got divorced when i was fairly young it was not very good i have some fairly depressing stories i will not get to get into here but suffice to say i've gotten over it sure i'm good now yeah um middle school in particular like I was constantly like I don't I didn't realize it was affecting me so much but I was just a little f shit in middle school um and like constantly getting into fights and whatnot so a lot of those things I enjoy and I'll just get some of my honorable mentions out right now um Pokemon Digimon Tenchi Muyo Cowboy Bebop Case Closed uh Sailor mm, Moon Case Closed is a good one dude I love me some case clothes. I love Sailor Moon. That's one of my favorite shows ever. But even then, when I was watching it, I was like, eh, this is cool. It was only later in life, when I was older and, like, going back to it, that I recognized it for, like, you know, what it was and really enjoyed the things. But all that said, yeah, I'm going to go a little bit, uh, this is definitely a middle school pick for me. Sure. Because it was back in, I believe, 98, that every damn day... Your boy was riding that school bus home, jumping off, running straight into the house, and flopping in front of the TV to turn on Toonami, uh, excuse me, so that I could dragon, dragon, rock the dragon, dragon balls. Yes, it's it's got to be Dragon Ball Z for me. Sure. Um, that has got to be if I'm if there's any one show I can truly say that I 
ha- that reminds me of any kind of fun and a good time I had when I was younger, it's definitely that one. That is the nostalgia trip for me. And let me tell you, man, it don't hold up if you've tried to watch it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's funny. Um, I People always are shocked at me whenever I tell them that Kai is the oh. only way to watch the show. Dog, I literally... Uh, Kai takes like three episodes to get through the Raditz saga. I want... What happens in the Raditz saga, Roger? Um, Raditz lands. Uh-huh. Uh, Goku and Piccolo find out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Goku and Piccolo go to... Uh, they go to fight him. Uh-huh. Uh, Gohan is there as well. Uh-huh. Uh, they fight Raditz. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't remember if Raditz kills anybody or not. I know the other Saiyans do. Raditz definitely, uh, he kills a farmer when he first lands, okay. which is okay. a pretty fun scene. I, I'm talking about the main Z Like, warriors. in the fight? No, no I don't other than the Other than the, the, the notable kill. No. Um, and then in oh, the Raditz... We, it, listen, this show's been out for ages. I'll just spoil it here. Goku and Raditz are having a fight. Goku manages to get him in a hold, and Go- uh, Piccolo blasts the both of them. With a special beam cannon. With a sweet-ass special beam cannon. Now, listen. You can tell that story in three episodes, and that's fine. You could probably trim it down and a little bit. Do that's you where want- Piccolo becomes Gohan's dad. Yes, he does. Do you want to venture a guess? Just off, Just take a guess. How many episodes it takes for the regular uncut version to tell that story? Mm, uh, 20. Eh, considerably less. Six. Okay. Twice as many episodes for that? What? What were they doing? Okay, okay. I guess I guess that was big, but you know when you think of Dragon Ball, you think of things like the Frieza saga, which yeah, which took months to get through. As oh, a kid. ages, my dude. Uh, suffice to say, as I said, it doesn't hold up. It's still a great show. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I love me some Dragon Ball Z. It is indeed my number one most nostalgic anime. But let's talk about it a little bit. First of all, Dragon Ball Z, Akira Toriyama, uh, yeah. created That's Dragon it. Ball. This is a continuation of Dragon Ball. Not that I or anyone else I knew in school knew that. We just knew, oh, there's these cool dudes who fight each other and shoot lasers out of their hands. It was bad ass. Um, they're charging up. They're uh, Eventually, their hair's turning gold. You find all these cool aliens and stuff. And even when they had these goofy little one-off episodes, there's one where it's partway into the, the... They're like training. It's like the Snake Way thing, right? Snake Way saga. Mm-hmm. And everybody's training. And Piccolo's got Gohan. And we just cut to... Vegeta and Nappa on the way to Earth, and they stop by. They ended up landing on a weird little planet with some bug people, and they actually like help the dude there. Like, there's like a bug dude who is in love with this girl, and they end up like actually helping out a little bit. And the dude gets his bug wife or whatever, and it's so beautiful. And then they blow up the planet. Yeah. Just so you know how evil they are. You didn't need to happen. We didn't need that whole episode. Look, it's great. Yeah. You ain't got it. That's just, it's so much extra. I would argue that you don't even need some of the entire sagas they offer you. You really don't. Um, point is, the show's great. Uh, but yes, continuation of Dragon Ball. Again, no one I knew knew that. We just thought it was cool. Yeah. Uh, focuses on Goku, who is a terrible father. Um, <laughs> who is, and Worse his, than Super. Oh, he's awful. He's <laughs> awful all around. But yes, he is a terrible, just just a bad guy, uh, who is actually a very good guy because him and his crew are constantly fighting these bad guys and aliens and invaders and going off to other planets to 
fight other aliens who are trying to destroy the planets and whatnot to save the earth and the namek and whatever else they're just they're just going around beating up bad guys and shooting lasers out of their hands it's great you got the powerful alien villains you got frieza you got your king cold you got your uh vegeta who ends up becoming a good guy you got nappa who dies a bunch of people die sometimes they blow themselves up to try and kill someone and it doesn't work out r.i.p chow su point is it's just absolutely absurd and ridiculous remade as kai already mentioned that uh again very abridged newer animation very very cool the thing is when i think about this show when i really think about this show what makes it so nostalgic for me is not only you know getting home from school and watching that show this is like 98 99 when it was airing uh, and later on obviously when it was airing on toonami yeah uh which was like you know again prime middle school for your boy yeah um i think it spanned into the early 2000s oh yeah yeah early 2000s for sure um god it goes on forever too mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was it was all that it was having you know it was one of the few things i remember actually having the experience like again i was in middle school i was having a bad time i was constantly getting into fights i just hated everything i was mad at the world and again i don't really know why i was so angry it probably has to do with the divorce and everything blah blah but i remember one of the very few times that i actually started making friends there were two things that did it it was video games it was anime because I actually I remember getting into a fight with this kid whose name was Andrew and they sat us down at like the timeout table at breakfast or whatever because that's what they do they just have a separate table where you sit on opposite ends and I remember looking at this kid and just being so mad and then thinking why am I so angry me and this kid probably could be friends I just need to find some common grounds and I actually started just this is a real thing that I did I started humming uh, the tune from uh, Ocarina of Time. I started humming Zelda's lullaby to myself. And he just looks at me and goes, is that fucking Zelda? And I was like, yeah, man. He's like, yeah, I love Zelda. And all of a sudden, I've got a friend. It was like that. And then it went from there to anime. It was Dragon Ball. It was Tenchi Muya. It was all these other shows that we had been watching. Pokemon, obviously. Everybody loved Pokemon. And that's how I started making friends. It's how I pulled out of that anger that I was in. I'm still pretty angry, but I got over it and it was because I had friends to help me out Um, and not to get too dark. But I do want to give a special shout out to a very special friend of mine, uh, Josh. I will not give his last name because he is not no longer with us. But this guy was the number one Dragon Ball fan. He actually passed out once from trying to power up and go Super (laughs) Saiyan. He, Josh, everybody had a friend like that, and you gotta love my him. My God, Josh was the coolest. He was very tall and very strong and very cool. And we would ride the bus home. He lived a couple blocks from me, and we would, you know, go over to his house, watch some Dragon Ball and Toonami. We would play video games. Uh, it was just that's that's the time and that's the energy that I needed. Sure. At that time, and it truly does. Just remembering it really does like touch me a little bit, you know. Um, yeah, and I don't, I don't know really what else to say about it. It just felt good to finally have some connection to other people my sure. own age to actually make friends. Because I had friends when I was younger, but then we go to different schools. You don't have any friends. You're at this school. You don't have any friends, and everything sucks. And you're angry and whatnot, and blah blah blah. And it was only through these shared interests that I was able to finally have anything and gee thanks mr toriyama 
Yeah. You, you made it happen for me. Dude, safe to say, if I knew you at that age, we would still be good buddies, man. Yeah, man. You bet your sweet, sweet bippy that your boy loves some fucking Dragon Ball Z. Hell yeah. I consumed me some Dragon Ball Z. Classic, man. Dragon Ball was classic, man. Um, but yeah, it's a good old time. Once again, uh, that opening theme song, <laughs> which... <laughs> Obviously, like this was the you know dub version, different songs, etc., etc. This was not Chala Head Chala. Yeah. This was Dragon Dragon Rock the Dragon Rock Dragon the Ball Dragon, Z. dude. It's so absolutely absurd, but it freaking ripped. Yeah, and it was so so good. I mean, just everything about it was rad. And there you go. That's basically it. Honorable mention wise, I already mentioned them. Um, I actually like got down some years here. Dragon Ball Z, uh, when it started airing, was like among the earliest right there with uh, Pokemon and Sailor Moon. Um, like when it was airing in America, anyway, mm -hmm. on Cartoon Network, where I would have seen it. Pokemon would have been on like uh, Foxbox or whatever, like you said. Um, but like Dragon Ball was among the earliest in 98, Digimon 99, Tenchi Muyo 2000. I do, I did and do love me some Tenchi Muyo. Granted, I'm sure I couldn't watch it now. <laughs> Yeah, um, my 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 you taste might have. I would still I would still probably be able to watch it, but like I'm still like I feel like I would watch it and be like, oh god, it, I think it the, is just a big old harem, huh? I, th I think the original series, which uh, is very short, it's only. I mean, like, at least they had laser. I swords. think it's like six episodes or something. Oh you yeah, can, you well, could the, probably the, yeah. still get through that original one because you can tell why it was good for the time. Sure, uh, Tenji was rad. Cowboy Bebop, of course probably still my number one of all time mm. amazing just the soundtrack will get me going uh case closed another one that uh got to me um later on was on tech tv they had a late night thing where they would show anime and read or die the tv was the show i'd never even i hadn't heard of read or die i didn't know there was a movie or a manga or anything but i had seen the series read or die and it was rad these girls running around throwing paper at people. This is this is sweet. It was also the same time block where they would show Lane. Could not watch Lane. Didn't get it. Love Lane myself. I should try it again. I should try it again. Um, there's some. There's a few others that I remember seeing when I was fairly young. Uh, probably I think it was the summer between middle school and high school, where, and this this um gives a little more insight into me, I guess during that period, um. I remember being like, we had the computer, right? And it was in like, not the living room, but like a side room where like you could still, like it was an open area where you could like sit there and be on the computer. And it was, it was over the summer, I think between like uh, eighth and ninth, like going to uh, high school, like the summer before high school, that I basically stood, stayed up all damn night every night because I had found some website that had some stream going where it was just showing these uh, animes, just this whole series on a loop. And the two series I remember watching were Love Hina, which is a straight-up harem anime. Mm -hmm. There you go. Hey, I was at an age where that was really doing it for me. And another one that ended up, I, I think, influenced my um, feelings and tastes and stuff as well uh, was a show called Gravitation, which is like a straight-up boys' love series. Mm. And I was like, wow, that's different. I haven't seen that one myself. It's not bad. It's about uh, musicians and shit. But that's another two that, like, really uh, hit me for in the nostalgia feels, just, like, going through stuff and thinking about them. Yeah, and baby. that was partially because they were, like, rad shows and partially because it was, like, 
this is what I did at that age was stay up crazy late on the internet just fucking around. So there you go, man. Um, yeah. I think we about got it for me. Yeah, yeah, man. That was uh, that was really fun. Um, and I I get you on most of those. a couple of the the honorable mentions like it's a uh, gravitation or what was it? Was that right? It was gravitation and love Hina was the love other Hina. One. I have seen gravitation. I have not. Love Hina was a weird one because I I the only reason I was interested in it at all because I was because I had seen like fan art and like parodies and stuff of it online and I was like what even is that I don't know it just looked cool there's like here's this guy and here's all these girls and I was like oh that one with the sword looks cool and I've like found this weird I don't even remember where it was it was like one of those where like you drop this address into Winamp and it just starts playing the videos you know and I there it was it was Love Hina and I was like yeah. oh neat yeah. super illegal yeah. at the time I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> dude um and it Dragon Ball Z going back to your choice is it's such a good pick. I, you know, honestly, is there a bigger icon in anime history here in America that really, really pushed, you know, what anime is and could be? The only I, other thing that comes even close, and only because it is so recognizable, would have to be like Pokemon. Yeah, it would be Pokemon, and I don't but think like, I don't think really Pokemon was was you know breeding anime fans. I think Dragon Ball Z was. And Dragon Ball Z also, you know, it kind of transcends level because many non-anime fans, you know, the 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 other thing that I can think of that's kind of like this is like Attack on Titan. Oh yeah, um, something that hit the mainstream so hard that almost everybody liked it. Yeah, Attack on um, Titan was huge. Yeah, and I remember a period in my life. I don't really do this anymore, but you know, like I would, you know, get it with my my nerd friends or my new friends. Like, so you guys, you know. You anime what are you into what's your favorite anime you cannot pick dragon ball z <laughs> and i realize now that you know it's fair you know fuck that's that. a little douchey yeah it's a little douchey. That. like if you want to pick dragon ball z you can i personally think that dragon ball is is better than dragon ball z mm. and if you're going to want to watch z you need to watch kai instead of z yeah um gt can burn in the can and Never super is pretty fun but damn they made goku even dumber how did they do that but yeah, but I mean, they had. He can't use any of that brain. It's too busy being Ultra yeah. Instinct. Well, dude, at this point, he doesn't even have the heroic speeches or anything. He's just dumb. Um, <laughs> but it is, it is fun, and I mean, you know, there's no wonder why you know Akira Toriyama later on was like, "Yeah, I'll pick the series back up that I was done with, and let's see what we can do with it." You know, in the the mid uh, 2010s, at which Super came out of. You know, like. It's just, it's good stuff, man. And I, I would have a hard time not feeling nostalgia mm -hmm. going back, you know, watching Gohan hit Cell with that Kamehameha. Oh, was, hell yeah. As Goku's ghost is standing behind him. That fucking father-son Kamehameha yeah. was the shit. Yeah, man. I, I would, you know, there's no way that I, I used to have that shit recording uh, yeah, recorded on VHS. Mm -hmm. I used I, to. I would make my own covers for it and everything. My, there was, uh, that's how we did it with Case Closed, because Case Closed would, it would either mm, come on too Case early Close. or too late for me to be watching it. So my mom would like record them for me on a VHS and I would watch them back and like then have to wait, you know, even longer to figure out what actually happened in the mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even the speaking of Dragon Ball, even the movies. You remember like Tree of Might and those shits? Yeah. Oh my God, they were decent. I'm pretty they sure I decent. have all of them. Yeah. They they did fall off after a while. Oh yeah. Uh, but the oh, first yeah. the first three were pretty good. Hey, when they brought back, uh, I always said Broly, but Broly and he was a fucking goo yeah. monster. No, I don't need that. No, Bio Broly. That shit ain't real. Yeah. They ain't no Broly. Ain't mm -hmm. no Broly I've ever seen. Uh, but yeah, man, excellent choice. Uh, and 
hopefully you guys listen to this, you guys and gals, whoever may be listening to this, hopefully you enjoyed this. You know, let us know, please email us, put it in the comments, let us know what you think. Definitely let us know what your most mo- most nostalgic anime was. Absolutely, we'd love uh, to hear. Yeah, because I would certainly be curious to oh, yeah. the different listeners and stuff we've talked to on on the show, whether it be in the YouTube comments or emails or stuff. I would be I would be certainly curious to to know what you you guys hold. Absolutely, and there's a number of ways you can hit us up. Obviously, the comments on Rapid Kick Media. Uh, if you want to leave us a review or anything, we'll have uh, the full plugs at the end of the ramble. But if you want to hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, even Tumblr, or uh, shoot us an email, however, it's all in the description. Check it out. Mm -hmm. We'd love to hear from y'all. Obviously, the easiest way, of course, is in the comment section on YouTube, Rapid Kick Media. Yeah. And uh, one final note before we head into the ramble. It's kind of about the ramble itself. Mm -hmm. Um, It typically does not do very well on YouTube, and I don't do a whole lot for the editing on it. But it does take enough time. That especially whenever it comes to the uploading process, mm-hmm. creating thumbnails and stuff like that, it does take enough time to where it is noticeable. Um, if anybody still takes that in, if that's how they watch it and that that's how they digest this portion, as opposed to the uh, the online version, the more podcasts on Spotify stuff like that, mm-hmm. we get the bulk of our listens there. Um, if you do watch the ramble and enjoy it, please let me know so I don't discontinue it because I am thinking about just you know like on if, YouTube. If, if, yeah, on YouTube. If if it's not uh if it's not gaining the any views or anything like that, I don't mean to sound weird or like I I care that much about the views, Man. but I could use the additional time for something else. Sure, creating another thumbnail, anything, any number of things that I have going on in the channel. If you do take in the ramble that way, and th- this is how you just watch the podcast or listen to it on YouTube, mm-hmm. please let me know so I do not discontinue it and yeah, man. stop you from listening. To be clear, the ramble will keep happening on the podcast, but yeah. Yeah. It, it may be not on I'll YouTube. I'll probably do depends. a couple more, and if nobody has really responded, then I'll quietly end it and yeah, maybe find a way to repurpose it. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. 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 Beyond that, Roger, do we know what we're doing next week? Uh, probably something similar to this. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, we'll 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 talk about it. We'll figure out, you know, what what we'll category have more time we to, to, to yeah yeah category to to come up with and more time to chat about it and figure out you know what where's in our comfort zones of, that we feel like we can really speak to. Totally, dude. Yeah. But yeah, man, I think that's about it. We can bust on into the ramble when you're ready. And so we will. And to you, our good buddies, I will say, love you. Love you. Subscribe to the channel, please do. And we're in the ramble. All right, big boy. Yeah. How we feeling, man? Yeah. I feel pretty good, man. I feel it new was, format, new new yeah. new version. Uh, it's all right. I'll be honest with you, dude. Like sitting down and just kind of chatting and, about it. Yeah, and yeah, chatting about it, and then writing this thing. You know, scripting this all out was kind of cathartic. Yeah, it, it's it like, felt nice. It, it felt good. Yeah. It's like it's like anime therapy. <laughs> yeah. I used to love to write songs and stuff like that. I've been in bands yeah, before. Man. Um, and most of the bands I was in, I did, you know, I dominated the portion of for, for lyrics. I almost never sang the lyrics, but yeah, yeah, I wrote them. Um, and it was always a good release. And this was this was really fun, man. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed your takes on it. Yeah. Um, uh, I, you know, I love Dragon Ball Z, so I think it's good too to knock that one just out of the way because any category <laughs> that we any category that we come up with, Probably Dragon Ball is 
uh, applicable. Almost one. every yeah. one. Yes. Um, and then writing about GTO, man, it really, really is one of my favorites of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's a goofy-ass show. I'm just yeah. going to say it. <laughs> yeah, it is a goofy show. That's part of the fun of it. It is. Uh, but the, it, For me, it's like absolutely like the, the faces and the art and the animation. Yeah. That is what really makes it. To the point, like it's it's also very influential. Like the amount, yeah. of, the amount of those phases I've seen in other media, in even just like goofy little YouTube animations people are doing where they just straight up throw in a GTO face. I'm like, hell yeah, yeah. dude. Uh, even uh, you, you think back to like you, something, we, we did a video not long ago on Asobia Sobase. Yeah. You know, like Very would that would that be the same without GTO? I I don't I, know. I dare say probably not. <laughs> um, but man, yeah, I really do love the show, and I did mention and I wanted to kind of touch on this uh, that it used to be maybe even starting the podcast. I don't mm. remember in episode zero what I said my all time favorite anime was, but maybe even going into this podcast, GTO was my favorite. Mm-hmm. I could say, damn, this is. Uh, this is a really, really good anime. And that's where I would still classify it, somewhere at the top of a really, really good anime to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I have seen things reviewing in the podcast and talking about things that I think have transcended that to where I could just say, hey, this is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have to tag anime. I could tell somebody that might not be an anime fan. Right. Hey, you should check out Mob Psycho. I was gonna say, I think, I think probably Mob Psycho is yes. one of the best things I've ever seen. Ever. I, I almost would put Made in Abyss in there too. Eh, it's um, good. It's very good. There, there. You know, another thing that I think of to me personally that I could go beyond just anime fans and be like, hey, watch this. It is just good. It's like High School Girl. Yeah, High School Girl is decent. It, it goes into you know something beyond just being an anime. Like yeah, it, man. it shows a love for games and so many gamers, you know, don't watch anime. It's it's really and overall it's just a good story. But that's kind of where I draw the line. There there are things now that I can just say, hey, this is really good as opposed to this is really good anime. Yeah, man. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Um the whole time I'm not gonna lie, not the whole time, obviously, but like when you were talking about um let me see if I can find this fool's name. When you were talking about uh, GTO, I had a whole thing where I was like, man, where, where is, where is it? I'll never find it. Um, I had a whole thing where I was like thinking about GTO and thinking about other shows that we've done on the podcast. And I, I think in my mind, my headcanon is that Chio School Road is a secret prequel to GTO. <laughs> Oh yeah, because that biker dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that is what that is what I came up with like some time ago. And when you were talking about, it, just brought it back to the forefront, and I was like, "Man, I'd love to see like a part two of that where they just it turns into that guy becoming a teacher." Certainly, there had to be. You know, we we talked about anime that that have been inspired by GTO itself. Sure, but there has there's plenty of characters that are just directly inspired by Onizuka. Yeah, I think I think the like <laughs> for sure like the the whole bleach bond biker bad boy thing is just a mm-hmm. thing in anime, but man oh man, it's like some of the similarities there are just hard to yeah. ignore. Well, what's really good about GTO 2 is that, you know, it's the one the first thing that I can think of that kind of turned that notion on its head. Yeah, and it that, did it, it did the whole don't judge a book by its cover sort mm-hmm. of deal. 
Speaking of, there's that uh, new show that's going to be airing. I think it's in Netflix jail, actually, with the the like, what is it? The the yakuza who's like a homemaker dude. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of like is giving me those vibes. It's like this guy's clearly a badass, but he's just trying to be cool. Yeah. Uh, also, Hinamatsuri is another good. Oh one. yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. That's another one with the you know bleach bomb badass. Yeah, but but Onizuka kind of he he defined that, and also notably. Uh, the the voice actor I watch it in English every time, and the yeah, voice yeah. actor is uh, Steve Bloom, who does oh, yeah. Spike Spiegel oh, or yeah, Mugen. Uh, yeah, excellent man, D- great freaking performance, excellent comedic timing. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he has to, you know, work against you know off script or whatever and change things up, he makes it funny. Yeah, man. Um, he's just a he's a funny dude, and it comes across in his characters. He's he's a really good voice actor. At, at a certain point. Uh, you know, probably around the 2008 to 2010 range, he was in almost everything. Yeah, it gets to the point that it's like, yes, um, that guy again. Yeah. Which, I mean, that happens a lot. You know, all these these studios just use the same people over and over, right. and over again. Whatever. Uh, but, you know, now it's it's far more, I would say it's more diverse. Yeah, certainly. Uh, but, I mean, even still, you see, you still hear a lot of the same a lot of the same folks. And I, you know what? I love Steve Bloom, and I don't care who knows it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Great, great show. That was a good uh, time. Yeah. Uh, Roger, I have a question for you, uh, one that burns within my very soul, and I must have the answer. What have you been watching? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. The last couple of weeks, I have fallen off of everything. Tell me about um, it, man. Tell me about it. I can't tell you what TV I have watched. Other than WandaVision, we finished that. Mm. Um, but aside, I can talk about WandaVision. Yeah, we probably shouldn't talk about WandaVision. Well, well, That's a very new show. If we do talk show. about it, we'll, we'll yeah, you're right. We'll say it's a very it. new show. That's a good idea. Yeah, because I will spoil something for somebody. Look, our your boys have been watching uh, stuff that is not anime, including a show called WandaVision, which is uh, I enjoyed quite a bit. Yeah, I rather liked it. Yeah, I really, I really liked it too. Um, I will say that the the ending was a bit lackluster. Yeah. But it, overall, man, the show was still really good. I am inclined to agree with you about the ending, but only because I was looking online and like they were like big cameo, this and that, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then, hmm. So yeah, that didn't yeah. really pan yeah. out. Yeah, the way I had been hyped up to think it would. <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah. I really enjoyed that show. Yeah, me and Haley watched that one together. It was a good time. I think you know, like that's the only thing that comes to mind that I've really watched. Uh, sure. I I will say that, um, the last couple of weeks, uh, it's got kind of dicey here in Texas. As sure. of Wednesday, the the mask mandate uh, ended, and you know, with the way that I breathe, um, that has been problematic to me a little scary can't um, risk it. yeah and and yeah ultimately i can't risk it so uh i requested my my job is where i work well my job is where i work but obviously uh, <laughs> they're not <laughs> damn en- you don't say <laughs> they're not enforcing the mask mandate uh it, it did expire they're yeah. well within their bounds to do so i know that i have uh good buddies that come and see me at work uh that listen to the the show and if you if you're hearing this you know i don't want you to to feel have any ill feelings towards them uh you know don't go up there and confront it like hey roger's not here uh and i heard this on the podcast that he yeah, left don't it. don't be weird about yeah, it. yeah yeah don't be weird about it don't it's, blow up don't it, blow up anybody it's spot. their business and their choice yeah. and whether or not i agree with it 
they were kind enough to say, you know, my, my boss was kind enough to be like, hey, um, I understand your concerns whenever, whenever I talk to him about it. Um, and I told them that I want to take the time to get fully vaccinated for it to be safe for me to return. And they are they allowed me to take this time and not lose my job. And he's one shot in, folks. Yep, I'm one <laughs> shot in. Um, arm still hurts. Yeah, my arm still is <laughs> achy. Uh, but aside from that, no side effects. And, you know, if I do have any good buddies listening right now that do come into work to see me or talk to me or wondering where I am, hey, I'm at home right now. I see you in about six weeks. Round bout. Yeah, maybe maybe a little under. I, I'm waiting to get my second shot, which is scheduled for April 1st. And then two weeks after that. You go in and they're like, just kidding, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, man. That would suck. That would suck. <laughs> that would suck. I would hate to explain, you know, like, overstay my, you know, what grace I have been given. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that, that would not be great. But April 1st, I'm supposed to get my second shot. And then two weeks after that, the baby's good to return to work. All I right. will still be wearing my mask. Hell, yes. And um, hopefully soon, all of you know, all my good buddies, they'll get their vaccinations. My closest friends, like my good buddy Brandon here, mm-hmm. hopefully he'll get all vaccinated, and hopefully. we can, you know, have a small gathering in our house without our mask on. Maybe. Yeah, that would be fucking cool, wouldn't it? Though. Uh, <laughs> with more than just you know one of us, you know, the in the for the entirety of the pandemic, it's always been. Uh, any of the recordings, you know, we did do a little bit of online stuff, but it's always been either me and Brandon or me and Corey. I have not had, you know, more than, you know, one person over that wasn't recording. Like, I haven't had anybody really, you know, other than at the very beginning to have a group over mm-hmm. or anything like that. Cat sister comes over. They wear their mask and stuff. Of course. Um, but aside from that, you know, like this entire pandemic, God, I hope we were at the end of that tunnel. Yeah. Shot was relatively painless. Cat had a little more side effects than I did. Mm. But um, I highly recommend that you go get your vaccination. It's a good plan. Yeah, good idea. It's a great plan, and we should be having a ton of them soon uh, that, that goes beyond people with just medical concerns and mm-hmm. elderly people. Yeah, dude. So, uh, yeah, that's that's where I've been. You know, it's been a couple of weeks of depression. I can't really tell you what I've watched. Uh, yeah. You know, I know that I haven't watched any anime. I can't tell you much of what I've done other than busy projects. <laughs> oh, baby. Um, and I do want to, you know, for this time that I'm off work and I'm largely at the home by myself. You want to spruce up the joint. Yeah, I want to, you know, I'm going to work on my house and also want to work on the channel and on the podcast, mm-hmm. you know. Spending some time learning some new things. I made some new graphics for the, the Let's Play. Hell yeah. You'll notice now if you click on any of the videos going forward that we have a fancy new border behind, uh, behind our videos. Sexy. Uh, like many of the larger YouTubers do, so... We're still the same tiny guys, but <laughs> we got a new coat of paint. And Look, looking pretty right. That's all that free time that I have trying to keep myself busy, trying to turn it into a positive. Very cool. Uh, but yeah, yeah, man. I, unfortunately, I haven't watched anything. My good buddy, what have you been watching? Anything you want to talk about? Pretty much all the same stuff. I won't spoil nothing for you, but um, let's see. Let's just go on down the list. Uh, Promise Neverland. fine it's fine very fine it's very okay okay yeah uh some pretty cool twists and turns in the last couple episodes uh interesting stuff happened so what's the last what's the last episode you saw the last episode i saw was where they were uh gnawing on the leg (laughs) gnawing on the leg yeah 
So I cannot talk about it. They went that to go talk to I can't talk about it at all. They went to go talk to the, the returning character for yeah. uh, there is should a, have said returning character. It's but. fine, it doesn't matter. People figure it out. Yeah. If they don't already know, they'll figure it out. Um there is a bit in the next episode that did you see Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice? A long time ago, yes. Okay. Just have that in the back of your mind when you watch the next episode. Okay. Or two. The, the, how long did that movie come out? Oh, it was a few years ago. It was, it was like 2013, ago. right? Yeah, something like that. 13, 14, maybe. I don't know. 15. I don't know. Somewhere back there. Did that one have an absurdly long cut? A director's cut? Probably. Yes. Yeah. Uh, point is, just have that in the back of your mind because there's a thing that okay. happens, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so it's not bad. It's just weird. And then uh, the latest episode kept going. Uh, it's interesting. I, I don't. I. I'm not crazy into this season of Province Neverland. Obviously, I'm not like, haven't read the manga, so I'm not to the level of, fuck all this, where's Goldie Pond? It's fine. That's totally cool if that's your thing. I haven't read it, I'm not gonna read it, it's fine. Um, so I don't know what I'm missing and that's okay, but <laughs> I don't know no better. It, uh, it's, uh, it's moving. It's definitely moving. Hmm. Okay. Show's moving. Uh, next up, Skate the Infinity. Damn, that show's good. Skate Infinity, Skate baby. Infinity fucking rocks, uh, and I love it. Can't Horimiya. wait to get caught up on that. Let me tell you about Horimiya. God, I can't wait to get caught up on that. It's pretty good. <laughs> they... Okay. I... So you haven't watched the last probably two episodes of that one. Two episodes behind, yes. Oh, boy. I really need you to watch them as soon as you can. Okay. Because we need to talk about what's happening. Yeah, the last episode I saw was where they may have bonked. They did, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, I can't talk about it at all. It's just, it is some shit. It is some shit that's happening, and it's like, without spoiling anything, there's a bit where, um, in the most recent episode, where Mia is thinking to himself, and he's like, I mean, I don't want to kink shame or anything, but that's kind of weird, is what he thinks to himself. So I need you to watch these episodes. Okay, so you okay, can out what's okay. Going on. Uh, um, does it you out or are you okay with it? It doesn't skeeve me out. It's just like. I, I really can't talk about okay, it. Okay, okay. I can only say, you remember, like, one of my little complaints was that, like, uh, Hori, when something goes wrong or even when she's particularly uh passionate about something or she's about to cry she sometimes gets a little violent like she'll smack somebody mm -hmm. okay well i see where this is going now okay well maybe you do uh kimono jihen i'm still surprised by how much i like this show i'm a little less on it because like i'm realizing that so they did a thing first of all the show like most shonen shows has an issue with its female characters where it just not only it's like you can have a cool female character, a cool girl character, a lady character. These are these are younger people, even though they're like part demon or whatever. Yeah. Um, it doesn't give them a whole lot to do. And this one takes a step further by not only doing that, but also having a male character who is very stereotypical girly and loves taking selfies and cute shit and all that and is mistaken for a girl by the main character and also giving him nothing to do. Ah. So it's like, wow, we really, wow. Ho I'm hoping it looks like they're moving toward having more storylines with at least one of those characters. 
So there you go. Um, but yeah, they also did a thing where they introduced another girl character who is like Spider-Boy's younger sister, and she immediately falls for Zombie Kid, and another girl character is also kind of got the hots for Zombie Kid. So now it's just the two of them fighting over Zombie Kid. Is this a children's harem? It, well, no, we got Stephen no, King's it going no, on no, here. No, 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 we no, 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 we're not doing that. How dare you, you <laughs> monster. We're not doing any of that, you you It's a coming evil. of age story. How dare you? You can't say it like that. <laughs> um, well, that's how Stephen King described it. Point is, point is shit's going down, and it's uh, different. Uh, let's just run through a few more. Heaven's Design Team, I'm actually a couple episodes back on. I've been, I put that one off watching it because Haley likes to watch it with me, but then we hang out and watch other stuff like WandaVision and I forget about it. So I'm two episodes behind mm. on Heaven's Design Team. Uh, time I got reincarnated as a slime is, again, making moves. Uh, stuff is happening. I'll just say it. Some people die. <laughs> Wow. This show's going there. Oh, man. I hope it's not Dusty Gazangas. Uh, let's see. I'll be fucking bummed if it's Dusty Gazangas. Jujutsu Kaisen is absolutely hilarious. The most recent episode. He didn't say anything. It's Dusty Gazangas. It's not Dusty Gazangas. Okay, good. Thank uh, God. The most recent episode, Jujutsu Kaisen had them all playing baseball, and it does this amazing thing that you'll have to pause to read some of them, but when it shows the characters, it'll do a little, like, little card, like, at a, like on an actual sports show where it's like, Here's this guy, this person's name, number, blah de blah, school they go to, and then a little quote about them, and like it's goofy little shits that they do for each of them that are very funny. Uh, you got to pause to watch to read some of them because they go by very quickly, but they are absolutely hilarious. I think my favorite was one you had the the girl with like the light blue hair from the other school who's like, you know, kind of the among the least um, impressive, let's say, in terms of her abilities and stuff. And her little quote was like, uh, uh, the it just says something like the mango she left in the refrigerator went missing. It's like, oh, bummer. And then like three people later, it's like the girl who's like uh, like the really angry girl from the other school goes the same girl, mm -hmm. blue hair girl. And it's like suddenly uh, likes mangoes a lot more. It's like you motherfucker. It's like goofy shit yeah. like that. It's I love that girl hilarious. with blue hair. Dude, she's great. Yeah, especially when, great. especially when she dropped that she was poor. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I identify with her so much. I it's it's impressive how quickly Jujutsu Kaisen makes me care about these characters. I really love like just the episode they had about like the two sisters who are going to the opposite school. Absolutely killer. Really great episode. The show's great. Uh Soma Spider So What is doing stuff. It's fine. Um I don't know, I'm still kinda meh on that one, but we'll see where it's going. It's introducing like the big bad villain now. There's like a council of demon people, so neat. We'll see what happens. Uh, Dr. Stone, Dr. Stone, calling Dr. Stone is a song that I have stuck in my head now because every time I try to watch this one, Haley starts singing that, and I'm like, what the hell is that? It's a song. And I was like, is it? And she pulled it up. It's a song by Aqua, Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones, calling Dr. Jones. And now every time I look at Dr. Stone, that's all I can think of. Anyway, you need to catch up on Dr. Stone because shit is going down on Dr. Stone. Oh, man. Uh, shit, cool shit. Cool shit that I think it, you're going to have fun yeah, with. Yeah, I mean, if you're telling me then, because you're definitely... I'm not Less, huge on Dr. Stone. Yeah, you're not as hot on Dr. Stone as I you am. You know I'm not. It's not It's not yeah. really my bag. But these last couple episodes, uh, they do some stuff. And it's good times. Uh, Quintessential Quintuplets, still good. I, again, this is not normally my type of show, but I'm enjoying it just for the mystery aspects. It is getting to the point where, like, multiple girls are now, like, just straight up saying, hey, I like this dude. And they are, it's get might have us a cat fight or two. Yeah. That's going to be okay. 
Man, isn't that how it always goes? Y'all are sisters. You need to love each other. <laughs> um, and lastly, of course, uh, again, my number one this this season, uh, Wonder Egg Priority. Ooh, boy, these last couple episodes. Uh, they So I'll tell you right now, uh, it's up to episode nine, I believe, is the most recent. Episode eight is a recap episode. Even its recap episode is fucking good. Episode nine is an actual new episode. And is there anything new in the recap decent. episode that I need to watch? Not really. Okay. But it does it very in terms of a recap episode, it does it very well. And it actually goes ahead and like some of the things that are implied or things you were thinking might be happening or why is this like that? I think it's because of this. It just goes ahead and explains some stuff, which is very good and useful. And it just like, hey, now you know for sure that's what that is. Okay. Which is neat. Um, and it's all narrated by the two dummy guys, a Akka and Uraka. I like um, those guys. They're very interesting, and they are slowly but surely playing bigger and bigger roles in this thing, as they must. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all the anime I've been watching. I will say, uh, we already talked about WandaVision. Watch that. A uh, couple other things me and the girl watched. Uh, we saw, so I'd never seen Coming to America. I'd seen pieces of it, bits of it, but mm -hmm. I'd never actually I watched Coming never to watched America. It. Um, Coming to America, the sequel, is out on Prime Video. And so Haley was like, I want to watch that. And I was like, I never saw the first one. So we watched the first one, then immediately watched the second one. And if you're going to watch the second one and you haven't seen the first one, you definitely want to because, man, it makes it a lot easier to get into because, uh, like, there's jokes in at the beginning of Coming to America, the second one, that I definitely would have missed if I hadn't seen the first one. And watching them back to back is absolutely the optimal way to do that. It's great. Don't take no break. Just watch one and then watch the other one if you got the time. It's good. Um, you know what else we watched? Roger, you, you'll have an opinion on this maybe. We were flipping through HBO trying to find something to watch. We already watched the new, you know, John Oliver show. We watched this. We watched that. And I was like, oh, do you want to watch this thing? And he was like, what's that thing? And I was like, oh, it's called The Jinx. It's about this guy named Robert Durst. Oh. <laughs> oh. That shit. Made my anxiety yeah. so goddamn bad. This is a show that I watched uh, it when, it was, me up at night. when it was new. And no big spoilers, but basically this dude is accused of um, uh, murdering and uh, 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 dismembering a dude in Galveston, Texas, uh, down by the coast. Uh, you know, not close, but not too far from where we are. Um and they pick Robert him up. Robert Durst is his Robert name. Durst, and they I'll pick him up. I'll never fucking forget it. Yeah, this is like the first ten minutes of the show. They pick him up, get him in jail, and they tell him, "Well, Mr. Durst, you're being held on a five hundred thousand dollar bond, blah blah blah, etc. Cetera, etc." Cetera. And he goes, "Well, what do I do?" He says, "Well, sir, do you have five hundred thousand dollars on you?" "Not on me." And then he makes a phone call and he gets the fuck out of there because it turns out the dude's a multi multi millionaire, and. It goes from there. Turns out he may or may not have been involved in some other murders, etc., etc. Point is, if you want a interesting crime drama that is very apt to watch right now, because I didn't know this when we started watching it, but I Googled it uh, while we were watching the last episode, Dude's Trial was postponed until next month. So it's coming up. Um, without any, Again, without any big spoilers, really cool crime, uh, true crime like uh, documentary series really rad he is actually interviewed in the thing several times it's really really good it might spike your anxiety and make you feel some stuff mm -hmm. uh i think i told you when i was trying to get you to watch it and then you did um that when i finished the series i got to the end of the last episode i turned off the tv and just laid down on my bed and i was like huh 
Damn, demons are real, huh? Wow. Yeah. Um, and one more minor spoiler: the didn't the night after that last episode aired, he was arrested on new charges. Uh, it's some shit. Yeah. If you haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. It, it will definitely just. Just the way the show flows and the callous nature of this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, you know, the wild ending. Jesus, that it's, ending. It's, if, you, if you have anxiety problems like I do. Maybe, I maybe skip. Don't reckon. I, I would recommend reading the Wikipedia page. Yeah, that would probably be a um, lot better for it, you. Because it is a fascinating case, but damn, it did not do me well. Yeah, the fact that It was upsetting. Yeah, you know, it was one of the few things that, I could think in my life that were genuinely upsetting to it's watch. it's one of those where because you are literally watching him be interviewed and seeing his actual reactions to these things and etc etc it's gonna hit you yeah um if that is a thing that you you can't quite deal with but man oh man it's a it's a hell of a show i yeah it's wild anyway that's not an anime um <laughs> what else uh, dude, I have a, I have a. Unless you have another show you want to talk about, no, well, there is me. a little bit of anime news. Oh, is there now? Yeah. Hit me with the anime news. Uh, there were two. There was at least one, uh, one trailer dropped that was very important. Oh yes. Actually, there were two trailer drops. Uh, both of them very important. Yes, yes, one, yes. One anime was just announced that it's getting a second season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have mentioned on the show before. That it's kind of bullshit that Devil is a Part-Time does not have a second season. Oh, my God. And it is getting a second season. Oh, my. I'm going to have to watch the first one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, we might, uh, whenever it gets closer to that second season release, and we might just go ahead and head back and do a hit review us, of the first one. Hit us a review. One. Hell, yeah. Yeah. Because um, it is a very fun. It, it's an incredibly funny show. Mm-hmm. Um, it. I don't think it, you know, like thinking back to it, I don't think it really does the the harem thing or anything like that. Mm. Uh, it does sort of like the the weird. You have you have misled me before, sir. Yeah, it's not <laughs> it's not Tenji Muyo levels or anything. I mean, there are a couple of people interested in this guy, uh-huh. as you are kind of with these romantic comedies. That's just par for the course, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the fun kicker about this one is essentially it's. Um, a reverse isekai? I don't know if that's what I would call it. Okay. Where essentially the devil uh, lives in, they live in their own universe, world, or whatever, mm-hmm. and he gets cast to Earth, to the real, real Japan, real ass Japan. Nice. Our real world. And in order to make it by, he gets him a part-time job at the, lo- the local McRonald's. McRonald's? Yeah. He's flipping burgers? He flips burgers. He's a he's a part-time manager at now the McDonald's. Now, does McRonald's. he start flipping burgers, or do they have him mopping first and then move up to the front? He does He does move up, and he does get a, he does get a, a, a raises and stuff like that. It is... The show is fucking great. That sounds hilarious. And also, he is, he's he's one of the best boy-type characters. Aww. Where he's just, you know... He Satan! Is, he is Satan, but he's just <laughs> generally a pretty good dude. Yeah, he's chilling. And then, you know, like, his... Uh, his right hand man his number one lieutenant or whatever gets isekai'd in with him and he's way overprotective of him oh boy um and he's also like you don't need to be doing and lowering yourself to this and he's like no it's it's fine i i kind of like it uh, and the people are kind of nice it's chill dude um it's a great show all right i highly recommend uh checking out uh i think i actually do think that you will enjoy it even if there are slight harem uh aspects to it oh it'll be fun um 
I can I can I, think I can, you, I I can tone have down that it. part of my personality. Yeah. I actually think, you know, if you and Haley watched together, she'd probably enjoy it too. Because yeah, uh, Kat and I watched it and Kat thought it was really funny too. And Very she fun. was excited one of her daughters the second season. But the other notable trailer that dropped Oh yes. Was the second season of Megalobox. Nomad. Nomad. That is and one that Damn, it looks dope. It does look pretty dope. That's one that like you didn't remember. We we had talked about it briefly on the show before I after totally we had reviewed forgot it, that they that, announced the yeah, season. It was it was like I had I don't even know if it was officially announced then, but I had read like there's rumors and rumblings that there is gonna be a season two of Megalobox, and both of us were just like, I don't know how the hell they're gonna do that. My joke was that it should have been about uh Pops, Nabu, uh Nobu, Nabu, Nabu teaching Joe how to dance because that was his mm-hmm. whole thing but uh no it turns out it's uh it looks like our our beautiful boy high on the horses he was has taken a fall pretty nasty base. fall yeah <laughs> he uh it, it looks like he had some uh some medicinal problems maybe maybe, maybe, maybe. A, little abuse, a little abuse um Uh-oh. i always say the use is okay as long as it's not abuse oh uh, boy <laughs> but man it does look like it's gonna be I will say that that angle is kind of stereotypical. Like, yeah. I've not seen it before, but you know what? In the in the world that that was Megalobox and the way that the story went, mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. Oh yeah, I think it's gonna be a great story. the The first season was so good. Mm-hmm. The animation was so, and it it still has that slick yeah, that scratchy, yet old school yeah. looking animation. Oh, and damn, am I ready for that soundtrack? Ooh, it's I can only good. imagine what a grizzled ass uh, Megalobox is gonna sound oh, like. Oh yeah, that, that fool's, fool's got the beard growing in and everything, man. Mm-hmm. It's looking, ooh, it's looking hard. Yeah, and he, he, like he goes, I believe the the insinuation is that he goes by Nomad. Mm-hmm. Um, as, yeah, as someone, opposed in, to in Gearless the, Joe. Yeah, in the trailer, someone actually calls him Gearless Joe, and he has the like, <clears throat> like, like yeah, shocked he, look. They on know his who face. he is. They call his ass out on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, he man. does have the uh, the shitty ass arms back on. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to we'll see, see what's going to happen. We'll see if he busts happen. that shit off. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm stoked. I don't know the exact release date, but I think it's coming this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Something like that. I can. I got my pooter right here. I'll go check Just and Google see. Google it up real quick, man. Um, I can't wait. It's going to be a good time. I'm yeah. going to enjoy it. Uh, the, man, the first one was so fun. Did we did we actually do a review of Megalobox? Or I think did we, we did. Do, yeah. Or do we do? Well, a, no, we I think we been, did the full. I think we were still doing full big fat breakdowns, which I've said it before. I'll say it again. Don't listen to those first like 30 episodes yeah like thir- 33 episodes maybe we could do something fun with us in the future who knows maybe we'll see. uh but yeah man while you're looking that up uh i do want to give a couple of quick shout outs uh one to a april friend- 4th 2021 is when it's coming out 2021 that's very cool that's not very far away that's three days after i get my shot oh damn we getting there, baby. Damn, son. Maybe uh, before you finish that, maybe we'll, we'll do a traditional review of Megalobox. Maybe. You know, maybe. Our, our, our style of review now for Megalobox, kind of like we did for Made in Abyss. I'm down for it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I want to give a couple shout outs to a friend of mine from work, um, uh, Alyssa, a.k.a. Bunny, who hey, Bunny. recommended us to a bunch of her friends in her little art community. Very Thank cool. Thank you. Cool. And I also want to give a shout out to, so over this last weekend, so I, we live in Waco. Yeah. And I work at Deep in the heart of Texas. Yes. Wow. That was all off beat and everything. I'm white, dude. Wow, Jesus. You got to give me a break, okay? You're a bad person. Uh, Anyway, I work at a big retail store that rhymes with Schmargit. 
and uh, the another store in Allen, Texas, which is on the other side of Dallas, which is a good like two hour drive from here. Um, they were having a big old, it's like they just remodeled. It's this new special thing uh, because they signed a, Spargets signed a deal with Schmapple and they got to redo everything so they can show off all the new Schmapple products. And there's the big opening for this store, extended hours, etc., etc. And the one, count them, one dude they had working at this store bailed. So they needed someone to cover. And apparently, despite me being part of a district that extends south from there, I'm part of the lower, like, Houston district. Uh, this, they couldn't find anyone in the Dallas market to work at this particular market. So they had your boy drive two hours and stay a couple nights at a hotel and work this freaking schmark. And they're done? No, no, no. They paid for my they paid for my good, uh, good. driving up there and back. The they, hotel? They fucking better. Yeah, and the hotel. And uh also uh, a dinner. So that was nice. Yeah. Uh so it wasn't too bad. It was just time away. But while I was there, uh did meet some pretty cool dudes. Uh one guy whose name escapes me, I'm sorry. Not that sorry, because we had a whole argument because I was like, dude, MHA is so good. And he's like, ah, it's too kitty stuff. Is there a chance that he's listening to this? Maybe. I doubt it, though. Okay. Um, but If he does, let us know what your name is. Yeah. but The, the email we, or the We had a whole conversation because, first of all, the DM for that district, who I did work with on the first day up there, there's two days I worked up there over the weekend. The DM, uh, who is uh, older, older than us, slightly, slightly older than us, uh, very cool lady. Um, on her lanyard, I noticed a bunch of nerdy ass buttons, including a Wonder Woman, a Spider Man, and a Deku. And I was like, "Is that MHA or what?" And we just started talking about anime. What you What you like that Deku? What you like that Deku? One of them best. She <laughs> She was talking about how she tried to watch. I forget what show it was. Um, some other show, but she was she was talking about how I don't know. It's just the guy was such a crybaby. And I know I love MHA. <laughs> Deku's a huge crybaby. It's like hell yeah. We were just talking about it. This other guy was there, and I was like, "Oh man, uh, I was telling her you got to check out Jujutsu Kaisen if you like if you like MHA. You got to check out Jujutsu Kaisen, badass." Uh, oh, it was uh, Demon Slayer. That was the one she watched. Okay. And etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I didn't think Tantro was that much of a crybaby. He's a little bit, a little much. maybe, but a little bit. Yeah. yeah, definitely Deku's a bigger crybaby. Yeah, but um, they're not Shinji Akari either. One no, of them. No goodness, so. no. <laughs> but uh, I was telling her you got to check out Jujutsu Kaisen. This other guy oh, who was yeah. working there at the Schmargit was like, "Oh no, that." I mean, that show's fine and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, I mean, and we started, I started talking with him about MHA. He doesn't watch MHA because that's that kiddie shit. He don't like the serious shit, more, more serious. And I was like, so what What are you into, man? Fucking uh, Attack on Titan, dude. And I was like, I never got past season one. I love season one. Didn't watch. He's like, season two, so much better. Season three, so much better. And I was like, all right. Anyway, had a convo with that guy. It was fun. Uh, the shout out I want to give is to another guy who was there who I did have a few conversations with. Shout out to Jake from Schmargit. Target. Shout out to Jake. I uh, thought it was Fargit, dude. Ah, damn. And y'all were working with Fapple. You're stupid. <laughs> um, but yeah, shout out to Jake. Uh, told him about the podcast. We talked for a little bit. Um, How you doing, I forget, Jake? I forget where we started, but uh, we were talking about some movies. And I think he brought up your name. And I was like, dude, your name is my shit. I love so your name. So good. That, that that movie made me fucking cry. It was great. He's like, oh, yeah, that one's really good. Didn't make me... I teared up a little bit, but didn't really make me cry. If you want to cry, you got to check out, and I have them in my queue now, something called Angel Beats, which I've since heard... Like, I saw a, I saw a review I haven't ever it. watched Angel Beats, but yeah. I do know of it. I saw a review or something for it where they were like, eh, show's overrated, and I'm like, all right, we'll see if Jake knows what's up. 
But he said that one is uh, very, very good and will make me cry. You know I love to cry. And the other one was Plastic Memories. So I got both of those in my queue. Going to check those out at some point. Damn, dude. Shout out to Jake. If Jake um, is, I don't know if Jake is going to be listening to this, but damn, I feel kind of bad. I, he, the first episode he's going into is me talking about this, giving this big, jaggy-ass, scripted thing, you know? You know, if he I'm made sorry, it, Jake. If he I'm made sorry. It, if he made it this far through the ramble, hey, but shout I out to you, But I love you, baby. and I'm happy that you're here. We're glad you're here. Hopefully you made it this far. I don't know bro. who the hell you are, but I love you, and I'm glad that you're he's here. He's a cool dude. He's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, we talked about him for Sounds a little like a bit. lot of cool people at the Schmargit. Yeah, it was a pretty cool Schmargit. Pretty chill Schmargit I was working at. Uh, really enjoyed that one because that, that conversation I had with him like took up the last maybe half hour of that long-ass 10-hour shift I had on a Sunday. And I was like, cool, time now, to drive two hours home. If the if the dude that is uh, the, if the dude is listening that he was capping on uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, he can kiss the widest part of my ass. So but- according to him... <laughs> <laughs> According to him, he has he he reads the manga for Jujutsu Kaisen. He's like, man, once this arc is up, it does it's not as good. And I'm like, all right, man. I mean, you can say that, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm. You know, actually, if you are here, you don't have to kiss my ass. That's me. I apologize. <laughs> kind of mean. Kind of real mean. <laughs> Maybe Jake can uh, figure out who I'm talking about and let him know if he's listening. Jake from State Farm? No, Jake from Target. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, works with the Fapple events. Anyway, uh, yeah, shout out to my good buddy Jake from Target and uh, my good buddy Lizzie, who I absolutely, who was the DM, who I absolutely did not tell about this fucking show because I don't need that word getting back to my DM and my district manager finding out about any of this. So all y'all who I gave shout outs, keep it under your fucking hats. All right. Oh, man. Would your job be upset with I don't think they'd be upset. I just don't need them to know about I don't want look, you can't know me. That's not allowed. Oh, okay. If we work together, you're not allowed to know me. But we are trying to grow, do we need them viewers? <laughs> We're growing. It was fun because she actually I did talk with her before. She was like talking about trying to start a she my my district manager was talking about starting a podcast with like another district manager about what the fuck ever, I guess, being district managers. I don't know. They <laughs> they have similar interests. Um but like I did let so I was like, Oh, I do a podcast with a buddy of mine. She's like, Really? What's it about? And I was like, Don't you worry about that. <laughs> you never need to know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna oh, they probably think that it's a lot sexier than it actually is. Yeah. Uh, I d- did I tell you about that? <laughs> how I was talking to a uh one of the managers at my Schmargard I work at. Um it was not he's not an old guy. He's older than us, but he's not an old guy. Uh we, 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 we mess around, like, make fun of each other every so often. He had a very, uh, some very silly opinions about uh, how great, um, uh, what's it fucking called? The burger place that everyone's like, it's the best. In and out. In and out. In and out. He loves him some In and Out and fuck Whataburger. And I was like, you're stupid, man. Um, uh, funny that you mentioned that. I went to In and Out for the first time yesterday. And how was it? Uh, well, I mean, I don't get a hamburger. But they have grilled cheeses there. They have their own, you know, mm-hmm. everybody does their own style of grilled cheese that offers it. Um, and it was enjoyable, but their fries kind of suck. That's what I keep hearing is the fries suck. And apparently if you want good I mean, fries. I eat them. Apparently you have to order the fries well done. You have to give them an extra step in the fries. And even then, they might still suck. I just don't care. I don't care. This is such a dumb thing to argue yeah. about is who's got a better burger. I did, I did enjoy the grilled cheese. I would go back. All right. I... It's getting off topic. I was talking about the thing, but uh, so my dad. There's a place called Cheddar's here in Waco that when they opened up the Cheddar's, I think it's like a national thing. You've probably seen Cheddar's yeah. before. 
Um, they, when they opened up the Cheddars, they put a street light at Cheddars and called it Cheddars Drive, where you have to stop if you're going down this road if the light turns red. You have to actually stop there so that people can come from across the street into Cheddars. And my dad, that pissed him off so much that it made him take a little bit longer to get home every day from work that he refuses to ever eat at Cheddars. And I always thought, man, that's so petty. That's such a silly thing to be angry about. This goddamn In-N-Out opened. And they shut down both sides, two different lanes of two different one-way streets, just so all these cars could clog up the fucking roadway to get to this goddamn In-N-Out. And I'm never eating at In-N-Out because they made me late. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I get it, Dad. I get it. You either you either die the kid or you live long enough to find yourself I'll becoming try, your sure, father. I'm sure there's something that I'm real petty about like that. I can't think of anything. We've already about. had our very petty episode, yeah. but, but point is. Hey, man. Anyway, uh, back back to sorry. Uh, the thing I was talking about with uh, at the Schmargit. Schmargit. The guy at the Schmargit. One of the managers of Schmargit. We we ended up having a conversation somehow. And we ended up on the thing uh, talking about podcasts. And I was like, oh, yeah, I do a podcast with a buddy of mine. And he's like, what's it about? I was like, I mean, we review cartoons. I was being cagey about it because, again, he's an authority figure. And I don't feel comfortable, you mm-hmm. know, necessarily talking about that with someone who's above <laughs> me, technically. And he's like, well, what do you what do you review? It's like cartoons and stuff, man. You know, it's like, it's, you know, it's like animes. And he's like being kind of weird, man. Is there a is there an H word on that I should be concerned about? And I was like. First of all, you're older than me. Why do you even know what that is? Wait, an H word? He, he's hentai. He was like... Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, and I was like, why do you even know nah, what the bro, fuck that Jiaoi. is? Nah, <laughs> uh, that was That was that conversation. Anyway, no, I know. No, we, we have... The closest we've ever went into <laughs> hentai was domestic girlfriend. And yes, I did give it a 9 out of 10. And yes, I do have the deluxe uncensored version. That yeah. comes with the little nudie cards. Yes. Monster. Yes, he knows boobies are staring right at Brandon. Again, when I God, when when this guy orders a special edition Blu-ray, it comes with nude pictures of characters. Got to have it, baby. When I order a special edition Blu-ray, it comes with a cheesecake recipe. All right? Got to have it, baby. You're just saying it's spicy as mine. Uh <laughs> I'm gonna make that cheesecake. Hey, dude, one but day. I do appreciate you know talking to your friends, spreading the, the good buddies at the Schmargit. You got you got to let yeah. folks know. I, I, I let people know. I try not to be pushy with it or whatever. Most of the, my coworkers all know that I do a podcast. Yeah. Um, Shout out to all the homies. But you know, every now buddies. and then, like if if it's appropriate, I'll mention uh, I'll mention the pod. I'll you know like I'll tell somebody about the podcast. Sometimes I accidentally just kind of slip out. Oh yeah. Uh, I, you know, they'll talk about Jutsu Kaisen because they do all the manga and stuff there oh, yeah, or something yeah. like that. And I'm like, yeah, we talked about it on my podcast. And and I accidentally spread it. You know, I should be more open to telling people. I, I am not ashamed of what we do or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I try to spread it around too. I, before, the, before the old virus hit us down, mm-hmm. I, was, I was getting ready to print cards. Our job, uh, where I work, we were about to go full-fledged into like doing uh, conventions and stuff like that. Oh, and my yeah. boss was like, I don't know what the hell, you know, you sell the manga and anime figures and does well in the store. Don't <laughs> care about it. Glad you're passionate about it. Uh, and he essentially is like, if you want to make cards and hand them out at conventions, that's fine. Very cool. I'm like, damn, I can do that while I'm getting paid. And then everything got real fuckied, but. <laughs> it got um, seriously fucky-wucky, huh? Yeah, it got fucky-wucky. Well, sometimes it'd be like that. 
Yep. You got anything else over? No, nah, dude. I think I think that's about it. I think that about does it. Well, thank you so much for listening. I'm gonna try to streamline these a little bit. So uh, thank you yeah, so please. much for for listening. Uh, thank you for checking us out. If you wouldn't mind, uh, please leave us a review, five stars, and a comment uh, wherever you're listening to this. The podcast is available pretty much everywhere. Apparently, you no longer subscribe on Apple Podcasts because that makes it sound like you're spending money. You now follow on Apple Podcasts. Give so us be, a follow. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts. Uh, Podbean, all the Spotify, stuff. Spotify, follow on there too. Spotify, we are on the spoofy. Can you believe it? We mm-hmm. finally made it. Listen to those old episodes. You'll hear us talk a lot of shit about Spotify, but now we're there, and we, we love, we love Spotify. <laughs> we love them. I, I love Spotify. Oh my god. Anyway, uh, we also have a number of other ways you can reach us. Full plugs are in the description, but we are on the Facebook, the Twitter, the Tumblr. Uh, of course, Rapid Kick Media is the easiest place to leave us a comment. Uh, yeah, right on the, the YouTube channel. Absolutely on the YouTube channel. Rapid, Rapid Kick, Kick Media. one word. Media, the second word. Yes, indeed. Uh, on YouTube, check us out. Leave a comment, thumbs up, subscribe, ring that bell so we can send you some notifications. We do appreciate y'all. And of course, let's give some shout outs to our musicians. Thank you so much to uh, Married with Sea Monsters, aka the Mary Janes, for the use of our opening theme song. Now, RIP that band, they no longer exist, but they are on Spotify. However, that track, Paper Doll, uh, can only be found on MarriedWithSeaMonsters.BandCamp.com. Let's also give a shout out to our good buddy Haas. Yeah. Thomas, Thomas Tastebetter, Taste Better. aka Dungeon Witch on YouTube. Thomas Tastebetter on Instagram, Dungeon Witch on YouTube for our closing theme on the review portion, quote unquote, of the show, uh, which we are still calling the buddies good. And of course, uh, a shout out to our good buddy, A Petty Theft. Streamline. Hell yes. Uh, thank you so much, Petty Theft, for our closing theme on the podcast, uh, which we are still calling Sweet Anime Dreams. Again, that's Petty Theft. That is how it's pronounced. Two P's at the beginning, two T's at the end. You can find Papetti Theft on Twitter and on SoundCloud at Papetti Theft. Thank you so much. I think that about does it. We're yeah. going to go ahead and bust on out of here. Uh, you got one to take us out on? Because- uh, before we do go, I will oh. say, I did say this is the main podcast okay. uh, or the main review or breakdown, whatever it is that we did, you know, the, the nostalgia. The main show. The, there's the a show and there's a the anime show. Um, once again, on YouTube, if you're listening to this on YouTube, if you enjoy taking in and digesting the ramble on youtube let us know please let me know because i it doesn't i it doesn't get you know i do note that there are some people that do watch all the way through you know two or three Mm -hmm. people here and there uh, that do a full watch on here and if you are that person and you consistently do please let me know so i do not discontinue it on youtube to be clear the ramble itself is going nowhere however on the podcast yeah. On YouTube, we might just stop yeah, doing the I might just, it, it just, just it takes pull. extra time for our good buddy Roger yeah. to edit it and make it look good and do all the stuff. And that is time that could be spent elsewhere. However, yeah. if folks tell us, hey, we like having the ramble on YouTube, we will keep the ramble on YouTube going. Yeah. Just let I, us know. It, it doesn't take me a whole lot of time, but it does take time that I can use for something else. Yeah, man. Um, And, you know, like. We're trying to streamline. It, it also, you know, like, this is, this is kind of petty of me, but, you know, like, I'll oh, go God. through. And you know, you, we got we're a smaller channel, so you know, on YouTube, it's not uncommon for us to get 30, 40, 50, sometimes 100 views. Um, and then you keep scrolling, and you know, you see 20 views, like, oh, that's kind of low. And then you get to a ramble, and it's three. All right. Uh, <laughs> All right. It's a bit eyesore, but I don't care. If there's even one person that does take the ramble in this way, even one person, and you shout out, like, hey, Roger, keep the ramble up. Uh, your good buddy will keep it up. We got you, baby. Yeah. We're here for you. 
And with that, I just don't know that, you know, like maybe it hits like an auto scroll or, you know, like oh, yeah, somebody clicks a video and it goes in, they're asleep or whatever, and it plays through. I, you know, playtime sure is nice. Dog, but I hate autoplay. Yeah. I always turn it off and then uh, lately. I turn it on when I go to sleep. I, I despise autoplay and, and now for whatever reason, my damn YouTube app, when I have it streaming to my TV, even though autoplay is turned off, keeps doing autoplay and it is pissing me off. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, is that about it, baby? Yeah. All right. Well, let's bust on out here. You got one for us? Uh, I do if you don't. I do not. Okay. All right. So with with that, uh, thank you so much, uh, our good buddies. We we love having you here. And from all of us here at the Good Buddies Anime Universe, I am your good buddy, Brandon. And I am your good buddy, Roger. Hi, Jake. Bye, Jake. <laughs> uh, if he's listening, I'm sure he loved that.